It's the Run Your Mouth Podcast, you little bitch. Check, check, check. White girl snorting white girl off the mirror. You listening to that new Spay Ripper right here on the Run Your Mouth podcast, you little bitch. Up the gang at his last they say that we a mob now. The fed snatched me up. I ain't let the squad down. We take the beauty with the bruises. What you know about winning with a team full of losers. Beefing, no picture choosers, hitting everybody innocent. The old lady. Yeah, I'll get my nigga son. Better keep your streets clean. Woo, that's that new hot shit. We got that St. Louis dope. Just hit the motherfucking streets, goddammit. Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth Podcast. I am your undeniable outer spaceness host, Mad Marlin, a.k.a. Notice I put that, Marlin, on there. A.k.a. Mr. Run Your Motherfucking Mouth Family. It is 21 Savage in this bitch. By the time this episode air, we'll probably be somewhere towards the end of February because all my shit is pre-recorded. I got a special motherfucking guest, the artist on the de- of the day on standby. I'm drinking on that motherfucking gooseneck, so y'all forgive me. It's kicking in, right? Um, Yeah, I got the motherfucking artist of the day on the line on standby. We got a jam-packed motherfucking show tonight. Got a lot of goddamn food on the menu. Yep, weird-looking rappers. White kids power, black and white fans, plus the artist of the day, goddamn Spade Ripper. Come on, goddamn it, y'all give me some. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, give me some. <laughs> Too slow on them sound effects, nigga. Hey, but before we begin the motherfucking show, I just got some shit I want to get off my chest. Y'all know how we do for all my mouthy mouths out there. When you come to this motherfucking table to eat, I serve you up that appetizer first. The shit I like to get off my motherfucking chest. So we just going to put some shit out there, right? What is the fucking deal in 2021 with rappers still tagging 30,400 motherfuckers on they link. Now, let me tell you niggas something. Give them some note. <laughs> man, let me tell y'all something, man. <laughs> Sipping on that gooseneck in my Wakanda forever mug. Now, let me tell y'all niggas something, man. I ain't never in my life clicked on a motherfucking link. I don't never want to experience a new artist's music through a link. I don't want to click on a link and hear your music for the first time. And let me hear tell you motherfuckers why. Because it's something about listening to a song on my phone. Just don't give me that motherfucking historical hip-hop DNA feel that I'm looking for. I don't want to click on a link to find out about this new artist. 
I want to meet your motherfucking ass at a show. I want to meet your ass at a gas station standing out there selling your CDs or some shit. I know they don't do that shit no more. So y'all give me a OG moment, right? Oh, nigga up in this bitch having another motherfucking OG moment. Or I can hear about your shit on the radio or some shit. I just don't want to click no motherfucking link. Don't tag me in some shit. You can call me up. You can inbox me and say, Mad Marlon, hey, here's the link. No, 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 no. Fuck that link shit. Send me an MP3. A lot of these new niggas, they don't even know the difference between a motherfucking MP3 and a goddamn link. You tell them to send me an MP3 of their new hot song. This nigga send you the motherfucking YouTube link. Y'all give these dumb niggas some. Let me calm down. Let me calm down. I got some of that good banana dodo in the house, too. We're going to tap on that a little bit. So, right. So, y'all can see what we got for the title of the show The MJ Effect. That's right. Black rapper, white fan base. Ooh, we want to talk about this shit today. And I got the perfect artist on the line who knows about this shit because a lot of rappers don't know what it feels like to tour the motherfucking country and to come out every night and perform in front of a stadium full of clear motherfuckers all night every night a lot of niggas don't know what that feel like i'm just saying i'm just saying i'm just saying so with that being said we gotta bring some motherfucking noise we gotta bring to the motherfucking line the motherfucking St. Louis hometown champion. What I like to call like myself, one of them weird looking rappers, motherfucking St. Louis veteran, a nigga who can get on stage, right? And put on an actual live show. A lot of rappers can't do that nowadays. I'm just saying my nigga done been on tour with tech nine. My nigga done put it down with Scarface. So my nigga got his publishing up and we want to talk about that shit too. So family, can we make some motherfucking noise for St. Louis Pathfinder Spade Ripper alright guy what's the goddamn deal bro? <laughs> what's up family how you doing bro Boy, we sipping and we tripping out here. God damn it. We sipping and we tripping out uh, here. Oh, yeah. I'm going to roll me up something. Yeah. I'm rolling up as we speak. So, we, uh, man, we like to get straight into it. This is episode 23. By the time this shit drop, uh, we'll probably be somewhere towards the end of February. Um, The topic of the motherfucking day, because my podcast is like metaphorically talking about food to run your mouth. My fans, the people who watch my podcast are mouthy mouths, so we like to feed these motherfuckers that juicy shit with a lot of protein, if you know what I mean. The topic for today, Spade Ripper, is the MJ effect. Now, somebody might be... That's what's up. I like that topic. Hey, I got my topics from first 24-8. Now, give me some. Come on. (laughs) I try to... Now, Marlon. What'd you say? Go ahead. You say, uh... You say this this going to come out to at the end of February? Yeah, yeah, because it's episode 23, and I'm on episode, uh, about to air episode 19, Thursday. Okay, okay, well, shit, uh, man, I got another record that dropped February 7th with Keep Sneak on it. I really should have sent you that if I would have known that, because that's going to be right on time for that, and I know KC like that Bay vibe. We can so do I really it, uh, I 
We can do a new music review. That's what I do my live shit. This shit pre-recorded right here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When okay. that shit drop, good, we can do a um a new music review, and we can just go live, and I get my turntables out, and we can chop that shit down, my nigga. That sound like a plan. But yeah, the MJ effect, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I've been wondering. Man, how did you come up with that? Well, you know, you know, you know, man. You know we done had our conversations about this whole paradigm of the black rapper with the fucking predominant white fan base. This is some shit that niggas done talked about on tours and barbershops at kitchen tables, but niggas ain't never talked about it on no platform. So we about to chop that shit down right here, goddammit. Word, word, word. Um, and you know what it is, man, in the long in layman's terms, the MJ effect is when a rapper comes out. You know, he can be from the turf, suburbs, wherever. But let's just say a rapper from the motherfucking hood. You know, he ain't got to be a gangbanger necessarily. He's just a fucking black rapper from the motherfucking hood. He comes out. He's not purposely trying to target no type of certain fan base, bro. He's just making his fucking music the way he want to make it, bro. And he puts his music out and the white kids just eat that shit up. It's called the MJ effect. Come on, y'all give me some. <laughs> so we're gonna get into it my brother um but before we do that god damn it before we do that spade ripper take me back bro what year was it when you picked up the ink pen and wrote your first fucking rhyme man i, I man well i probably wrote my first one i'm like were you bumping who was you listening to at that time give me the local niggas and give me the major niggas if you can the local niggas i was listening to was silk smooth silk he smooth was nigga that was yeah he came from out of st louis he motherfuckers really say he was the first he was the first rapper to really get a major deal from st louis but it just was so far back in the day you know and that was before niggas got rich off record deals that's why Nelly's so acclaimed here. You know what I mean? Let me get his name again. You so, said Silk Smooth? Silk Smooth. Yeah. Okay, okay. Let's give it up for a motherfucking goddamn St. Louis legend, goddamn it. Okay, what about the majors? The majors back then, uh, that was right. Wu-Tang kicked in for me in like 92. But, uh, 90. 91, nigga, shit. I don't even remember what was that back then. What was we? Man, I always thought St. Louis was a straight West Coast city like KC. Back far as the 90s go. We talking about the 90s right now. In the 90s, St. Louis was absolutely West Coast more than anything as far as culture-wise. I mean, you heard uh, Ice Cube, nigga. 
Right, right. Oh, of the, uh, my summer vacation. My summer vacation, Rock. St. Louis niggas want their cornerback, goddammit. Come on, get them niggas something, I mean, boy. <laughs> yeah, but see, everybody remember that part, but it's a whole story that go around St. Louis niggas want their cornerback. California niggas coming to St. Louis taking the corner. You understand what I'm saying? Right, right. So, I mean, you know, so, you know, shit, we, I mean, we was directly influenced. It wasn't, I mean, shit, the niggas came out here. And, and you know what I'm saying, activated us, you know, so we was like that, but you know, as time go on, the influence walked because we always been a city that the radio station did not support one reason. Right. St. Louis radio support all reasons. We play the hits from the North, South, East, and West. You know what I mean? Everywhere except home. Yeah, we ain't got our local city. We ain't really got a good local presence on the radio right now. It's just corporate and bought out right now. So in um, I mean, so you you if you 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 first start writing in '92. So when you first hit the booth and record your first motherfucking goddamn product? Oh man, like a real booth or just? You know I mean, just, let's. Well, I want to. I want to. I don't want to cover too much because I, I mean, you know, what I'm saying I like. I like to try to dig into niggas a little bit of history and shit. So, who, whatever new viewer watching this, whatever new fan you might pick up from this motherfucking show, they can really know the motherfucking Spade Ripper, the man, the myth, and the goddamn legend. So, um, yeah, give I, me. I ain't got no problem with it. Give me. Um, let tell when when you recorded your first product, where okay, you about to start selling this shit. You pressed it up and it's on this motherfucking streets. When you put your first dope on the streets. Well, in high school, I used to have a little mixtape also. I guess I got to credit it to that. That's probably Let's start there. what got me hyped to see in the money. I had a little mixtape hustle because I used to, I could, I could grab, you know what I'm saying, all that lunch table wrapping in the back of the classroom and the cyphers in the hallway and all that shit. Them days, so, most, you know, the whole school knew I could, I used to jump on the talent shows and rhyme and shit like that. So I could grab instrumentals, like whatever song was hot, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I could hit the, the uh, you know what I'm saying, the record store, get the cassette tape single on 99 Cent. You know, they used to have an instrumental on the other side. Who? Give me who? 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 Who instrumental you was spitting man, on top of? Give me one. Man, uh, motherfucking me, uh, incarcerated Scarfaces. <laughs> Goddamn me. Uh, uh Mob <laughs> D. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, no, no. Raekwon. Raekwon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I spit over that. I spit over. I spit over my beat instrumental two one called Hell on Earth. Man, you gotta I help. I did some. I did some other shit though. I did uh. I did the Master P make him say uh instrumental. Okay. I did the Master P uh somebody somebody watching me instrumental. You know hey, what so I mean? you you Just whatever was hot. You was on a mix. You draw. You put out. A, you put out your first mixtape. What year? What year was it? Man, that's I probably started doing that shit in like. 96, 97, just like I said, around the high school, though. You know what I'm saying? Just because I had a, a karaoke machine. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I throw the instrumental on. One side. To the other cassette tape. Yeah. And the other and side. Give me a pack of Max Sales and dub. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and to get my little yeah, You know what I mean? I had a little hustle on everything. Every time a new instrumental come out, that mean I, you know what I'm saying? It was money for me because I knew I could get $2, $3 a tape. Okay, so so you got so so motherfucking mid nineties, goddamn it, you got dope on the streets now. You making a name for yourself in St. Louis, right now? Was you on that zombie shit back in ninety six? 
I wouldn't even say around St. Louis. I would say around the school. Around you know school, what I'm I was okay. literally still a kid. Yeah, like right because you, you know like I mean? seven years. You might be, you might be couple. You, my spaceship might have landed on Earth for a couple hundred years before you or something. I think. Because you talking ninety six, nigga ninety six. I was already, uh, I was already a little bit forward. Nah, nah, bro. I still was a little nigga. Yeah. Because in ninety six, shit, I, we had we had our first CD out already. Barcode is shrink wrapped yeah. up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm, at, I'm still at the lunch table freestyling. Okay. You feel me? Right, right. Like I said, I just figured out I could get my little hustle. I didn't. As far as St. Louis, it went into the 2000s and shit, you know what I'm saying, nigga? You know, the Twin Tower era and shit. Right. So when did the, when did the Scarface feature come in? How did that fucking come about? Is that, is that, that's... Scarface came out in uh, the, the, the joint. See, I had a wreck. I had a local hit called Light the Office. And, what, um, what year was that? That was 2005. 2005, okay. I, mean, I put that record out, and then I believe it was March 25th of 2006 that the Squarface compilation, My Homies Part 2, came out, and I was one of the, you know how the My Homies compilations was, mm-hmm. other niggas had records on there and shit. So, so let me, hold on, hold on, hold the fuck on. Let me, let me just get this straight. Let me, so all my listeners know, my nigga Spade Ripper, was on Scarface's double album, The Homies. My Homies. My Homies. Let's get this shit straight. Give part my nigga part two. Give my nigga some, please. Because, we, you know, we just got to, niggas got to know that, niggas got to know that shit when you got that mainstream sauce you done bumped up against and rubbed some off on you. You got to yeah. let everybody know and get that shit out there. My nigga Spade Ripper was on Scarface's double album, My Homies. You little bitch, you. All right, carry on, my nigga. Part two. Part two. Part two, yeah. So, but the record was an underground hit for me. Like, I the, I, I peaked at number three on the independent hip-hop billboard chart. You see what I'm saying? What year so was I that? Made, that was 2006. 2006. Yes, sir. So, uh, I'm still the only rapper from St. Louis to have a billboard charting record independently. Now, of course, it's niggas that got bigger records than me, but they all signed to a bigger machine. I'm the only nigga who ever scraped up his own nickels, you feel me, and mm-hmm. cashed out on himself when lose a draw. So in 2006, your, your, your first album debuted at number two. On the Billboard Independent, first your first single. Yes, sir. That's tight shit. That's tight shit. Carry on. Tell me. Now tell me how this. Tell me. See. Explain to my listeners because if your shit hit on the interval, uh, if your shit hit on Billboard, that means you got your publishing right. You, you got your publishing right, which is basically a title to your car. So tell my listeners. Explain to my listeners how important it is to have your publishing, how you can just record some song 20, 30, 40, 50,000 years ago, and you can still receive royalties off that bitch in the year 4,000. Without the publishing, it's rapidly pointless. It's pointless. Pointless. How did you fucking get on Scarface shit, bro? Who did you meet? Who did you run into? Which talent show did you fucking win, goddammit? 
nah, fucking, uh, see, at the time, Corey Spinks was the, was the, I think, welterweight champ, whatever, middleweight champion. Corey Spinks, you remember the boxer Corey Spinks? Oh, uh, shit. I, I, his name You're not a familiar. boxer fan? I'm not a boxer fan. No, I'm not. I ain't going to front stunt. Corey Spinks, he lost the belt to Zab Judah back in the day. Now, I know Zab Judah. That? That was a, Damn, bro, I wish you knew, man. But when you go back on the internet after the conversation, you'll do the mouth. Corey Spinks was the – Corey Spinks had the belt before – he got – he. Corey Spinks had the belt that Mayweather got. You know, Mayweather had shit for so long and all that shit. Right, back right. Then, at that point in time, Corey Spinks was the man. Corey Spinks is from St. Louis. Okay. Corey Spinks' trainer is this OG – boss-ass cat from St. Louis named Kevin Cunningham. Okay. Now, he trains – Kevin Cunningham is one of the best boxing trainers in the world. He didn't train everybody. He don't He don't train Mayweather because Mayweather had his father. But Kevin Cunningham is training Javante and all of the niggas, uh, Adrian Brown and all of the niggas to this day right now. You oh, know what shit. I'm saying? Like, whoever on top, Kevin Cunningham is the nigga – Throwing the pads at him and cussing them out and telling them to duck fast. And shit. You feel me? St. Louis royalty. He, St. Louis royalty. He does. He does. He does. He the cuss the motto of the shit. You know what I'm saying? Black man, boss ass nigga. Okay. But uh, whatever that company is that manages the boxers, Jay Prince is a part of that. I don't know the name of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm following. Jay Prince. Jay Prince got a lot of shit to do with the boxers. Right. If you would notice. No, I know. I know about uh, he Prince. He got some kind of, I don't know what he, you know what I'm saying? If he's paying funding, this, I don't know. But I got my people linked with Jay Prince through Kevin Cunningham from the record being so motherfucking hot in the city. Uh-huh. That record was, was literally breaking down doors for me. Oh shit, my bad. Say that again, Rick. No, it's good. I was lighting up the blood anyway. Ah, yeah, I, I was, said, I was I letting that some was... of that shit out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I say the record just was breaking down the rest for me, man. The song was so hot. Most folks were trying to figure out who I was around. Most folks didn't even think I was for St. Louis. That's another reason how my song caught on so good here is that. Why they didn't think you was from St. Louis? Because then nobody sound like me. St. Louis had, you know, we had Nelly Chingy, Jay Kwan, the certain type of, you feel me? And I came out with some shit that was, you know, my voice different than them niggas. I came shit. out yelling on uh, You know what I mean? Chainsaw I and shit. Chainsaw. You like it. Compared to them niggas, if rappers was uh, fucking machine tools, them niggas is corner like, kind of like just power drill. Bzz, bzz. Your shit is more like a. <laughs> It's my opinion. Right. <laughs> Go ahead, though, my nigga. Right. Just the opposite of, of what we're going for. So, yep. you know, St. Louis biggest wanted to think I was the Atlanta nigga or, you know what I mean, hey. somewhere else or something. Hey, so that, what you just said, that brings me to something that's on my menu. Because on my menu, one of the things on my menu that we can, you know, we can chop up about, is weird looking rappers. That's one of the things on my menu, along with white kids power, 
black and white fans and artists of the day, which is you. But the first motherfucking thing on the menu is weird looking rappers. And you would probably be the poster child for weird looking rappers from St. Louis. Coach. <laughs> I'm just contacts and shit, and then nigga looking all crazy and shit, zombies and all this kind of crazy shit, nigga. Yo, know I'm saying you, you like a I always said this nigga like a mad Marlin in St. Louis. That's how I always explained it to my homies. I'm just I'm, saying. I'm gonna t- tell you why I disagree. Go ahead. I disagree. Be- I disagree because I don't look like that every day. I have a series of projects, mixtapes called Zombie Part 1, Zombie Part 2, Zombie Part 3. Mm-hmm. While I was promoting those three projects, you hear me? I did everything in my power to bring attention to it. You feel me? I don't wake up. I don't, I'm not wearing no motherfucking co- if I'm, you ain't going to, until Zombie Part 4 or the next Zombie Series or something, you won't even see me on that wave. I'm not a one trick pony. That'd be the difference between me and other niggas. I'd be having fun in the moment and other people be a character for life. You know what I'm saying? And I met and you, I probably I met you doing the zombie movement. Actually, I didn't. I met you. I had a, a I had the CD with the disc records out when I was beefing with the nigga from the Lunatics and all that shit. Mm. I had that shit. I had a I had a CD called I'm the Tamp out. It's called I'm the Tamp Murder Mixtape. I remember. I it mean, was, uh, I know. White... I'm just saying, when I think of Spade Ripper, I think of Zombie. Just that's me Absolutely, as a fan, as a fan, shit. not as not as your yeah. peer, as your brother, as your rap brother, but as a as a fan of rap. When I think of you. I mean, I think of the whole zombie movement. I mean, not 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 lyrically, but just imagery wise, like how you about to promote yourself to the uh, the, the market. So you breaking it down for me. You saying, no, nigga, I'll be on waves, nigga. I ain't even on that beach right now. Nah, man, I'm not. I, I, I'm, I'm categorialist. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I do everything. Like, I don't have no preference to this shit. Like, I'm, I'm literally an MC. If we, we can battle, we can cut the beat off, and we can do some murder mook shit, goddamn me, we can throw the auto-tune on, we can make these bitches dance. Or we can throw the boom bap on and we can go Royce the five nine and crooked eye on this shit. I don't give a fuck. What I can guarantee you is, no matter what we doing, I'm gonna be the best at it. Right. That's all I'll be on. Man, when we when we put our first album out with spaceships on it, we we wasn't saying this is our style for life, bro, but that's how everybody thought it was. It's the exact same shit. That's how exactly how we felt. We we like, nigga, this is this what we was on. We was recording this album, nigga, spaceships, and we coming to Earth, and we dropping this different shit. But, I mean, you know how the motherfucking market go. You know, they, they want to. Yeah, once it catch on, it catch on. I mean, that's business. That's just like McDonald's putting out the Big Mac, and then it's their number one selling thing, and then they say, what's it? I want to sell fried chicken or pizza and that shit fail. They might jump in there and try to sell pizza for a few weeks or chicken wings, but nobody wants chicken wings from McDonald's. We come here for that shitty Big Mac. You know what I'm saying? And us as artists, we don't look at ourselves as a burger, but we literally are a hamburger. Holy you know what I mean? It's, 
Holy fucking shit, bro. Did I forget to introduce my goddamn co-host? Teddy Vader and Bodak Yellow bitch ass? My bad, bro. Hold up, Ripper. Man, y'all get these whole ass niggas, son. I always forget to introduce these niggas and shit, man. Teddy Vader and Bodak Yellow bitch ass. If y'all got any questions or fan mail for them niggas, y'all can send it to runyourmouthkc at gmail.com. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Spade, but um, carry on, my name. Man, I'm over here high as a motherfucker, man. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> this nigga, this nigga Teddy Vader over here looking at me like you, you, you still ain't introducing me at the beginning of the show and shit, huh? Um, no, I was telling. <laughs> I was telling you that me myself, shit. I think I type. I typecast you as as a fan. I typecast you because yeah, yeah. I, because that's natural. Yeah, yeah. And, and I that, remember now. That's natural. But be, like I say, man, we all hamburgers at the end of the day, bro. And yeah, yeah, bro. We 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 think you know we we special we we special to ourselves at the end of the day. A motherfucker pull up pull enough to listen to music the same way. They coming through the drive through man. Motherfucker want that Big Mac. If they pull up the Mad Marlins, that's because they want a Marlin burger. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. So if you if you if you stop, you know, you, you throw some some shit that ain't, you know what I mean? They might not be like, hold on. You know what I mean? What the fuck is he doing now? We don't want to hear Mad Marlin and Lil Yachty. And you know they, what I'm they they, they did they did. I mean, I got done like I got done like that. But I mean, me once I because, you know, I started off in a group and once yeah. once I'm shit, once people saw that shit, um, shit, I guess some niggas ain't going to never uh, put out another group album together. It was like, OK, this nigga really solo from here on out. You know what I'm saying? And after a while. But, you mm-hmm. know, but still, but still the whole you you still it's like um, I don't, it's like once once somebody typecast you or once you come out with this type of style and people think that's the only style, that's the only image you're going to have, you know, that shit create a high for you. And if you do go in a different direction, sometimes, you know, that different direction, you don't get that same type of high from that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. So, uh, man, let me, we need to, um, I'm about to play this motherfucking track. Uh, I can uh I can mute you or you can stay on unmuted or whatever you want to uh want to do, but I do want to get into this new track called Mirrors featuring Starlito. If you want to tell my listeners who did the motherfucking beat, you know, let's get that nigga who did the beat some shine up in this motherfucker real quick. Uh, shout out to Chase the Money man, Chase the Money man, he a big deal, bro. Like when you when you search him up, you gonna understand why it's something major, man. He a young nigga from St. Louis. But he already a fucking legend. He already put himself on the Hall of Fame. He done done beats from niggas. Everybody from Lil Durk to fucking J. Cole, his latest shit he got out. Uh, he got a single with Gunna. Like, he fucking with, you know what I mean? He be with fucking with Thugger. And, you know what I mean? He he in a different, he in the circuit circuit, my nigga. You know what I mean? Right. Like, when you come on the underground, we... We talking about niggas. He fucking with, like I say, nigga J Cole, nigga. Who, who, who the fuck? 
don't he ain't but three, four, five, ain't but a good four niggas you can name bigger than that. How <laughs> right, right. How 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 you get how you get Starlito on the track? How I get Starlito on the what you mean? I said I I hit him up, I called him. How how you meet him? Where you meet the nigga, nigga? My listeners wanna know that juicy shit, nigga. We like to bite uh, in this shit, right, nigga. My bad, my bad. Where you meet that nigga at, nigga? A Bruh, gas station one night after a show or something, nigga. You know what I mean? Nah, none of that. <laughs> straight, straight square business, man. Like shit, I hit the nigga up and I, I got his uh email. Told him I had a record for him. You know what I'm saying? He told me uh hit his people, uh, his manager. I got with his manager. I guess his manager did the research on me or whatever. Cause he told me he's gonna be in touch. So no email. I mean, all this happened in one day. I know it might sound like the whole, but all this was one day. You know what I mean? I hit him, he say this. So I, he hit me the number, hit this nigga up. You know what I'm saying? He handled it. Right, so I hit bro up. I'm like, yo, I'm trying to get Starlito on the record. He was like, who are you? I'm Spain Ripper. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Hit, who hit are him, you? Hit him with my website. Yeah, of course, nigga. Who are you? Of who course. are you, nigga? Who are you, nigga? <laughs> No, go on, go on, that but they can tell me. To me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that's that's yeah. Everybody, everybody can't get a record with Starlito. He didn't have you to even respond. He didn't have to respond to your fucking DM, bro. He could have just kept going yeah. and scrolled that shit. That part, you know what I'm saying? But I got records with other niggas from Tennessee. I done ran through Tennessee, doing mad shows in Tennessee. I got family in Tennessee, so to me, it ain't really. No surprise how to be the other people. I mean, I hope that don't sound cocky, but you nah. know what I'm saying? I be down. I be down through there. You know what I'm saying? And, and motherfuckers respect, respect you different. You know what I'm saying? The shit that we do, dog, is like where we at might not appreciate it, but other niggas in other cities can see that, you know what I'm saying? We the hurdle jumpers out here. A prophet, you know what I mean? a prophet gets no love in his home. Town. Mm. I don't a know prophet. what I don't know what book in the Bible that is, nigga, but it's up in there. A prophet gets no love in his hometown. Hey, uh, Ripper, I'm about to get into this song, bro. To, hey, let me let me let me play this song real quick, and I want you to come back and tell me why the hell you picked this album cover with this eye and tell me what's going on with this goddamn album cover for this goddamn song, my nigga. All right, all right. All right, here we go, everybody. This is motherfucking Mirrors by Spade Ripper featuring Starlito right here on the Run Your Mouth podcast. Y'all get my nigga some. Ladies and little kids Better keep your streets clean 
My niggas come through with them street sweet. In the bank, the security give me dirty looks. They know I come to put money on Bobby Smurda books. Spay, ripple, kill verses, and yes, I murder hooks. I'm the type of artist that you ought to book. A couple diamonds in my chain to cool my mood down. State to state, we got them things, spread the room around. Fly to Medellin, then we move them out. Cut you open, remove them just like a tumor now. Forget my disrespect in my boss talk. Run your mouth podcast. Can y'all please give him some? The more I smoke, the more it's getting clearer. The devil's standing right there in the mirror. Hey, Ripper. Yeah. So my nigga said he about to put some yapers on nephew Bobby Schmider's bunks. I think that was the slinkest, coldest shit you said in the whole fucking song, my nigga. Come on now. <laughs> I think that was a little coolie shit that you said in the whole fucking song. Just want to slide that motherfucking out there. Just because cause the, the OG niggas, we got to go and give it up for these young niggas. And that's why the whole shit ain't fucking clicking out and working out right. Because these old niggas don't want to accept it. They, we don't want to grow up. Anybody born in the motherfucking 80s or the motherfucking 70s, we just do not want to fucking grow up. But we have to. So Yeah, man. Niggas got to get out the way. <laughs> Hey, tell me what's up with this goddamn album cover, this goddamn eye looking at me, and what this nigga looking at, who done pissed him off, why he didn't come through the front door, why he chose to come through the window. (laughs) The mirror, the shadow mirror with the eye. Right. The eye with the spade in it. Yeah, that's cold. All right, hold on, let me get closer. That nigga got a spade in his eye. Oh, okay, that's cold. No, I didn't see that the first time. No, I didn't see that the first time. That's cool. All right, let my let my listeners know, man. What's the deal with the album cover, man? What's the meaning behind it? Uh, like I say, the name of the record is Mirrors. Goddamn me, uh. If you listen to the, you got a man, some shit you don't say, you gonna have to read between the lines. You know right, what I mean? Right. Uh, <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta translate them alphabets coming up out of his wet box. You're doing more than the speed limit, family. Come on now. That part, that part, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, so, shit. Uh, I get uh, it. Mirrors, mirrors is a metaphor for something. It is a, you know, and then, you know, with the image, and I'm thinking about like how you would just talk about how we was going for the zombie. My next project. That's full length is not a zombie series. This is the shattering of that image. You was just talking about the contact mm. and all that shit. I'm not coming back at that. That's the death of that. That's, mm. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's showing you. Death for the zombie? To the new era. The, 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 you know, for my next project, I got two more projects, bro, before I do another zombie, bro. Right, right. I got, I, I got two more and I got a, a project with Stone. So, it's going to be a minute, for You know what I mean? It's going to be a minute. I still got some hot shit. I got some hot shit, bro, but I got some I got some big boy shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not depressed. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what these motherfucking underground niggas and shit be going through and shit, nigga, but nigga, we healthy over here, nigga. You know what I'm saying? We we getting to it. Man, over niggas, here, nigga, niggas be I, trying I, to stay got, relevant. Man, look, I'm not dropping none of that sad boy shit. I, and I'm just, and I, and and I'm talking about that just to, on my zombie shit at the same time because I have to get in a certain bag, right. you know what I'm saying, to get in a certain, 
my prayer. I have to get gruesome on these niggas. I have to get angry. You know what I'm saying? Right now, I'm finna show these niggas I'm the coldest. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Ain't right. no, ain't no, ain't no thing. You feel me? You finna get me raw and cut at your chest. You hey. feel me? Let's let's yeah, let's get let's get raw and uncut, man. Let's talk about this goddamn um let's talk about my goddamn MJ effect and let's get into this goddamn menu. And I got some questions I wanna ask. What do you think about is there a difference between white fans and black fans? You can plead the fifth. Or you can straddle yeah, the yeah, fence. You can straddle. This me. This me, man. What I got to straddle the fence about. It's the difference between black people and white people. If we got different personalities and attitudes about this, then well, we carry everything. I just, I just think we need to talk about the shit because I've just been having the shit on my chest for a long-ass motherfucking time, this MJ effect. And, um, let's see, break it down. Well, okay, let's start right here. Let us let me start right here, then. Let me just say this, and I'm going to give you the floor. When I first came across you, when I first came across you, when I first met you, I remember the Zach show, my nigga Crack Baby, and his girl had put on a motherfucking concert um, in Kansas City, and I was like, um... You came out and your music came out, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" I was like, "Who the? What? I was like, huh? wait, who? Who is this nigga getting all buck wow and shit?" I'm not, I'm supposed to be the only nigga here, uh, kind of putting on the show today and shit. You know what I'm? I mean, honestly, that's what I was like. I was like, "Damn, look at this nigga going crazy and shit." Got his motherfucking ad lit, man. And shit, nigga got his dress and shit. I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, but then I was like, "Thank fucking God, I ain't the only rapper." that sound and look and just coming with what you know the norm is for where he's at if that makes sense you mm-hmm. hear me yeah okay so so with that being said and I you know when I went on to go sh- do shows with you and, and tours in hindsight and whatever so what is the deal with rappers who tend to take a different route, man, far as style-wise. What is the deal with why do white kids gravitate to these rappers? But then I also want to talk about how I went on tour with Snoop and saw that even a gangbang motherfucking cultural rapper like Snoop got a predominantly white fan base. And you can take the floor from there, my brother. Well... I would I would say that as a as an artist as a as a business you need to know who your target audience is and who you're selling it to and if you're looking at the game and you're looking at what you got and you know what I'm saying and you project that okay these people over here are not gonna fuck with that these people over here gonna fuck with it ain't nothing wrong with you know what I'm saying going there but. I think it's a natural progression to consumerism. I guess the higher you get up the ladder, you know what I'm saying, the more you become a product of society and not a product of the people that, you know what I'm saying, may may have never necessarily manifested. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's just one that, I don't know, man, it's, 
it's just one of them things, man. Like we can we consume we consume music differently. Black people uh, can never go to your concert and still be your biggest fan. You know what I'm saying? You can never meet your biggest fan. You know what I'm saying? A lot of rappers probably never met their biggest fan. You know what I'm saying? The bigger who know all the worst, you know, shit ain't worse when you at Tarot. He got too much, too many kids or responsibilities. Or, you know what I'm saying? He a truck driver. That nigga was, you know what I mean? Right. That part. Dude. You know. So, I mean, I... No, I was thinking because my notes, I was looking, I did some motherfucking research to see what the tally was still on, you know, when the report came out that 70% of all rap music was consumed by white kids, my clear niggas, as we call them in 21 Savage, we call them my clear niggas. Okay. And I guess the shit is still shout the same. Shout out to the clear niggas out hey, there. Hey, shout out to the clear niggas out there, man. We're going to pee. All the clear niggas watching, we see you and we see some of you. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey, clear. Hey, that part. That, Clearly. That clear part, bro. <laughs> Clearly you see what I'm saying. So <laughs> apparently it's like 80, the, the, the number's still going up, and the article went on to go and talk about, you know, basically the the rise of the clear rapper, the rise, and you know, and basically, in mm. in my opinion, you know, in my opinion, hold on, hit me with my motherfucking Illuminati sounds, my nigga. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hit me again, one more time, with my Illuminati sounds, my nigga. You know, and with that being said, I said, well, Eminem definitely has to be the 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 the, the goddamn. The pinnacle of this, like this, could be his whole existence, and you know everybody going to call a nigga conspiracy theory. So you tell me, how do you feel about it? Like you know, because you've been on tour, you know what the deal is with merch. You know how it is when you got t-shirts and you over here on that side of town doing shows, and then you go here on that side of town doing shows, and you sell all your goddamn t-shirts, and you don't want to believe a myth, and you want your people to support you, and you goddamn you keep trying it, but shit, you keep coming over here, and you keep leaving with bags of money. Like, what's the goddamn deal, Spade Ripper? Is it a theory, or is this shit actual, factual? Do white kids spend more money on rap? They do, man, but if you ask me, man, uh when it comes to the when it comes to the hip hop or rap that black people like, they gon they pay higher a uh, higher amount to consume that rap than the white kids do with the other rap. And what I mean by this is I say this. Jordan Lucas can come to town. And his ticket might be fifty dollars. It might be fifty. It might be fifty. You know what? Jordan Lucas might come to town, and he might even have a hundred and fifty dollar ticket or a two hundred fifty dollar meet and greet or whatever. And he can bunk and all that. But Guwap come to town. If Gucci Bay come, they can sell tables. For twenty five hundred dollars, you understand what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> niggas pay for it's what they want. 
So think about that. Think about that. Mm. Think about think about that, man. You know what I'm saying? Think about that, nigga. I mean, niggas I'm... will spend two thousand dollars on somewhere to sit. Niggas will. The bottles is five hundred. I always struggled to swallow that theory because I because I because I've I grew up in Kansas City, Kansas. I grew up in the soil and I've been at clubs and I've seen underground A-list rappers come to town and I seen them goddamn D-boys line up and drop big faces. So how can it be that white kids, I think maybe they go to the store and purchase maybe more, but black people just spend their money I think the black consumer is more pickier consumer at everything according to uh the Wall Street Journal and whatever fucking little uh article they put out during Christmas about the the black consumer and how we go to the stores and we spend our money when we go buy shoes and furniture like is this shit real like is that a scuff on it right there is you know did these ones I'll get that scuff off that one I'll take these back you know I know my mama the same way I know I'm the same way depending on what I'm going to buy and and we like that with music so tell me this Bay Ripper um, and this is my opinion just tell me what you think I know for a fact when I try to sell a CD to a black person on the streets of America, they are more resistant to getting it. I I got something for you for that. Okay. Okay. Let me finish though. Okay. And uh, I'm going to keep it quick then. Okay. Versus a white, I think when, and then when I try to sell a CD to a white person, it seemed like they just buy it quicker it's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Oh, I just, I'll just support you. Now, I ain't trying to say that's the way it is because I done sold CDs to black people all across America and they fucking damn near want to take me fucking home and make me part of the family. I'm just addressing the elephant in the room about this situation. You know what I'm saying? So tell me, go ahead and spill it how you feel it, bro. If you just trip off what I was just saying, it's really an extension of that. We two different people that we compare that consume music in two different ways. Black people don't consume music like this. Like what? You feel what I'm saying? At, like what? Like, on the fly, like standing outside, standing outside the gas station, or standing outside the club or the concert, and trying to sell a CD to black people in traffic is not necessarily the way, bro. Because mm. we don't consume. We don't consume music like that. You better off giving it to them. You'll get further with them giving it away if you actually trying to get it in the CD player because we don't consume music like that. But what they will do is you make yourself undisputably the shit, then you get to sell the two day five hundred dollar tables and then you get to be boys <laughs> in the big don't cost the line of some seat. That's your responsibility. It's Hey, it's your responsibility. To, it's hey, you Lloyd came, Mayweather. Hey, you came listen good for me. black people, bro. <laughs> listen to me. If, go ahead. Listen go to ahead. me. It's Floyd Mayweather's responsibility to make sure he don't lose a fight. It's Floyd Mayweather's responsibility to make sure he win all the fights. He don't have to make sure 
no other rap, no other boxers get no wins, and Sheriff is winning. You understand what I'm saying? He right. got to collect. He got to win every time. He has to win every time. We we are no different, bro. We not. If you have, we have to make ourselves the shit. I'm a witness to that. I have been the shit. Like I said, I had a song number three. I had the number three independent hip hop song on Billboard, not St. Louis Billboard. I'm talking about the Billboard, my nigga. I, only motherfuckers was over me was Chris Brown and you understand? I can't even remember the other motherfucker, man. Some white motherfucker, man. I, I, I was, I was, but so listen to me, Marlon, because. I had a run then that you weren't left for. So I know what it's like to go to a city and get $5,000 to do one song. And you be there in that building for a total of 20 minutes. And mm. then they put you, and then they put you in the back of a car with a police escort to go to the next club. And you run in there and it's pandemonium. You come out and do the one song that's the hottest song on the radio there. I've done that. You feel what I'm saying? I've also printed up my CDs printed up my t-shirts and had to get back out here on the motherfucker strip and make it bubble all over again. So right. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm a witness, bro. I was a little nigga, bro, in 2005, 2006. I was still a fucking baby, my nigga. I didn't even have a real phone. I still was on the flip phone. I didn't have no... You feel me? Right. Dog, I was getting phone calls from people all over America record labels, distribution companies and shit to this day, I don't still to this day don't know how they got my phone up. If you make yourself hot, if you worth some money, y'all, your phone gonna magically ring by motherfuckers if you ain't even gonna know where the fuck they came from, I promise you. So, so you saying that there is no, there is no black and white theory. Black kids don't, white kids don't consume more rap. Or are you saying for the black rappers that keep saying they consume more rap because they have more access, budget, finances, and life to spend because of the diaspora of America. So we can't afford it. I don't. I don't got ten dollars to gamble, five dollars to gamble on your CD, and I never heard you. Right. Let me say this, please. Okay. So, so you saying, but if you make yourself hot. <laughs> If you make yourself hot. <laughs> that shit is cold. Say it, my niggas, because I'm giggling. I can't say it right now. <laughs> if you make yourself hot, my niggas, you will reap the benefits of the heat. Nah, the first time you said, but if you make yourself hot, you too can sell $2,500 tables. <laughs> you too. You understand? Yeah, I, I mean, bro. I'm not, not. I mean, I did, like I said, man. I never swallowed the theory, bro. I'm just <laughs> see the circuit. The circuit we in, they make you think that the top is selling these two hundred dollars meeting greets, and you have to shake everybody's hands and everybody. Let me tell you something, man. Ti selling tables at every spot he go to. He getting the big ass front end, getting the big ass back end when he show up. And he get the meet and greet money, and he ain't shaking your motherfucking hand. I done seen it with my own eyes, nigga. They're going to treat you, nigga, like, nigga, you going to visit somebody in the penitentiary, nigga, first of all. And when they let you in the room, the nigga's going to be a, a velvet rope in between you and him, and you just get to stand there, and the cameraman say, one, two, three, doosh. 
and then the big goon nigga say, all right, step this way. You don't get to talk to the nigga or nothing. And they email you the photographs you took, and you pay 500 for You feel what I'm saying? So the, right. the hustle different. We think that you, we looking at it like the top is standing there all day shaking everybody's hand. And you know what I'm saying? It's, it's niggas getting more money faster. Do you, um, so how you, let's talk about the motherfucking tour game right now. Cause I know you done toured, you done been on the road, your own headlining tours. You done been on the road with major artists, underground artists, local artists. How is the mother, how do you look at the tour now? I know that's Corona, you know, this rapper named Rona, that Rona, MC Rona, this nigga done came to town and he basically done damn near shut everybody down. So until this whole ass nigga get his ass up out of town. You know, but far as the if tour, he if he, you know what I mean? This nigga that came in and took over blocks. But the touring, man, let's talk about fucking touring, bro. How do you feel? Let's, let's first, let's talk about how do you feel about rappers who get on stage and do not put on a good live show, but they still up there anyway with 30 niggas up there. You don't know who the fuck rapping. Man, dude, I don't expect a lot from niggas, man. If, if everybody had a coach, if everybody was, a, if everybody had a coach, so I wouldn't be special, man. Okay, you okay. feel me? Okay, okay. you you I've... niggas like me and you wouldn't stick out. We wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't even, I don't even think like that, man. Like you know what I'm saying? Niggas do what they do, man. A lot right. of niggas blow out. Like I, let's just do somebody for example, like Chief Keith. He a nigga. He gonna have three hundred niggas on stage. They ain't gonna know who Chief Keith. Oh, okay. We just gonna use him for example. Right, right. We gonna is that cool? Well, I don't know because I expect that from I expect that from this his just his motherfucking generation. But he cool because I see what you're saying. But I expect so, that from this who, nigga generation. I, who, um, man, somebody don't. Who put, you gonna use as example? Just give me an example of somebody. We just gotta go there. Somebody that don't put on no good show. Oh, a, a major nigga that don't put on no motherfucking good show. Who is the last major nigga I went to see to go put on a good show? God damn, man. I ain't even can remember the last time I went to go see a major nigga even perform. I, I know. Even on TV or YouTube, who? You just pick somebody. God damn. Fucking, uh. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't, uh, okay, uh, Future do not put on a good live show. I seen future. All right, can you I answer that good... for you? Go ahead. Future is not selling performance. Future is selling a look and a sound. Future is a model, Marlon. Future is a model. Do you see? Do you see how much he spent on his clothing, nigga? He he is a brand. Mm. He not he not a performer, bro. All he have to do is show up and look good. Nigga, a walking shopping center and shit. You telling me? He's a model. He's a model, bro. He's a model. He's a tall, skinny nigga in skinny jeans that cost $2,000, bro. He's a model, my nigga. You said skinny jeans that cost $2,000? The nigga's a model, bro. God damn. Okay, well. The nigga's a ghetto model. He's a ghetto model. And they try to make him a ghetto role model. So let let tell my viewers who all you've toured with, bro. In the last ten years, who all have a uh, Spay Ripper been on tour with? Uh man, Tech, of course, all them strange niggas. Stevie Stone, my brother. I done done so many tours with that nigga, man. Fucking 
Who's man? We done been out here with. I can't even get the name of niggas, man. I don't even know where to begin. Should it begin somewhere. I don't nigga. even know where to begin. Fucking <laughs> twisted and same. Twisted and same. Fucking motherfucking ball and jean. Motherfucking. Goddamn gathering of the juggernauts. Motherfucking. Yeah, I did two gatherings. You know what I'm saying? I performed Let, twice at one gathering. What's the fucking deal with the gathering of the juggalos? Are you tapped out? Are you still tapped in? You down to do another one? I mean, I do another one, man. I do another. My thing is, man, I did, I did two. I did two on the small stage, man. Like, you know what I mean? I, I can't. I'm not going back again and, and being on the small stage. Respectfully, because it ain't their fault. It's just like I say, it's up to me to make myself hot enough to be on the big stage to say, I come there and, you know, my peers and motherfuckers who I got, who got me on their albums and shit, I'm coming out performing on their set on a stage bigger than what my set is. You know what I'm saying? I did that shit twice. I appreciate the opportunity, you know, but my goal in my heart is to make myself hot enough to where they couldn't the check next time they see me. You know what I mean? Like, Respectably, but right, you know, right. I, I appreciate the opportunity and supposed to let me get in there, but now it's up to me to make myself hot enough to get a bag and be on main stage. Right, you feel me? okay, <laughs> and being promoted, promoted in a in a major way. Well, with that being said, my brother. Before I get into this master motherfucking question, nobody gets out of here without answering, goddamn me. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is your take? You know, we got to get... Now, like I said, when this shit... My shit is pre-recorded. This is episode 23 we on right now. So when this shit drop, we probably going to be somewhere, I don't know, towards the end of February. So what is your motherfucking take on this goddamn clear people... No, no, no. The MAGA mob takeover. Nigga, what is, we, we want to know what Spade Ripper think about this shit. White people taking over the goddamn, and you, we both know it ain't nothing motherfucking new, but we still got to get your take on it. Why this news is hot. Yeah, man, I don't even, bro, I'm not a TV watcher. I'm not a news watcher. Right, this nigga straight zombie, nigga. I don't. I don't yeah, I don't believe in I don't believe in television, man. I don't believe in television. I, I believe all that shit is that. I'm one of them type of niggas. Y'all put hit the Illuminati music. Oh, hold on, no, hold on. Get my nigga the Illuminati sounds, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of them niggas. You feel me? I'm deep down the rabbit hole on YouTube, bro. You feel me? I I, I believe in crisis actors and all of that shit. Hey, well, uh, let me do my white people news report real quick. and Let's do that. And then I'm going to get the master question. Then I'm going to close this motherfucking shit out real all quick. All right. All right. Uh, so just sit no tight for about a, a couple se- minutes or so. Let me do my white people news thing. Um, family, family, y'all always fucking know how we do about this time. You're listening to the Run Your Mouth Podcast. I'm Marlon Gumble, and this is White People News. 
Carlos, we live right now and loses loses lane. So look, we got a lot of folk out here really, 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 really upset about the fact that not only they lose the Senate and lost the White House, you know, they feel like the nation about to go in the pits. But the crazy part is a lot of folk out here are going to be ones benefiting from all these democratic policies. It's just that they tied down to the goofy-ass racism and bullshit ideology. So look, stand back, man. Get a Caribbean. country. Look at these motherfuckers. Nah, look. And this is black folks out here storming the Capitol. I remember once upon a time, we had black men in suits out here in the cold. It was six of us in the cold standing on these steps. And they can do Capitol Hill like steps. that, nigga. They can do everybody homes like that. Like, I feel sorry if a Black Lives Matter protester show up to this motherfucker talking that shit, boy. Anyway, you're listening to the Run Your Mouth Podcast. I'm Marlon Gumbo, and that right there, my friend, that was not white people news. That was the MAGA Mafia coming to your town soon. Shut that shit down. So we are back live here on the Run Your Mouth podcast. I am your host, Mad Marlin, the undeniable host, Mad Marlin, a.k.a. Mr. Run Yo Motherfucking Mouth. And it's the Run Your Mouth podcast, bitch. We got my man Spade Ripper on the line. Spade, are you still there? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In the party, like always. Okay, man, we got to get this goddamn master question out the way. It's a whack rapper. Hold on. Let's get some motherfucking music in here. Can we get some motherfucking music in here? IT Studios. The art of technology. Now, I got to watch how long I play this shit right here because... Uh, I thought this was that... Uh, hold on one second. Yeah. This shit high right here, boy. Oh, yeah, appreciate it. Now, it's a whack, whapper, zombie apocalypse. A whack rapper zombie apocalypse. And we done had to get you to an island. And preserve you and shit, right? Because we don't know how long this motherfucking mm-hmm. zombie apocalypse gonna be going down. It's it's all fucked up, bro. If you listen to these niggas shit, you turn to a fucking zombie. If you go to their shows, you turn to a zombie. If somebody got that shit on their phone as the ringtone, you turn to a fucking zombie. If you come across these niggas shit on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, you turn to a fucking zombie. But we had to save you. We got you on a fucking island with whoever you want. But it's only one catch. You can only listen to five artists. 
Now, originally, this shit started out five rappers. But two niggas then came on here already and that started naming off jazz musicians and R&B artists. And I said, okay, I can let them slide. Or you can just stick to the original script. Five motherfucking artists. Now, this ain't your top five, or it could be. We was debating that, too. Because this is who you're going to listen to. I'm going to listen to. Yeah, listen to. You know, niggas in your top five might not even be still making enough shit for you to listen to. But five fucking artists that you can listen to. You got this DJ. You tell that nigga to play somebody from my five. He going to play them. You can listen to their whole catalog. I got my pen. whole catalog. They whole catalog. Well, you already know where I'm going first. Wu Tang Clan. That give me a whole. They give me about three hundred albums. <laughs> they give me about three hundred CDs. They give me about. <laughs> Wu Tang Clan. That's gonna take care of me right there. Just that one pick right there. Hey, hold on. Is, damn, is there another? Is there another fucking group that could you could even say like that? Like. You name them, and just by naming them, you got 3,000 fucking albums linked to that one name. Nah, son. Ain't no others. Okay, we got Wu-Tang. Ain't no others. But uh, a runner-up that I'm going to pick that for that question you just said, mm-hmm. and I'm going to pick them as my second pick, The Diplomat. I'm taking the whole Diplomat catalog, everything kept right. All the Jim Joneses, all the mixtapes, all of the underground mixtapes, nigga. <laughs> okay, he done changed the game. He naming clips. Yes, sir. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that's a sneaky saying, one there, they, partner. They put out projects. You said we can listen to their whole catalog. They right, put out projects. Right, right. As group, we'll take class. We can buy the Diplomat project as well as solo shit. Damn. Come on, I already know where you about to go. Let's go. Man, I, I'm 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 really damn very good. Cause you know I, I listen to them top shit. But shit, it's a lot of nice catalogs out here. And I still got three more picks. Yes. Three more, nigga. You got to pick three more. Well. Man, that's a lot of music right there. Wu-Tang, that's basically shit, nigga. I'm good. You could have named five Wu-Tang members and got less. Right. I take the whole clan. That way I can get everything everybody did. You know what I mean? I can get everything everybody did, you know? All right, you got three more, man. I got three more. Shit. Stop doing the go to air. Go on to give me some tech nine, man. Go on to give me some tech nine. Oh, he got tech up on there. I think somebody, I think somebody out of all my episodes, somebody got a lot of albums, man. He do got a lot of albums, a lot of barcoded albums, too. No mixtapes, nigga. Yeah. So give me all 30 of his projects. That's a lot of music. You feel I take all 30 of his projects with me. Then we give me something to do. You know what I can afford. You know what I mean? Wu-Tang, Dipset, and Tech 9 Let's go. Yeah. 
another artist that I take, man, I gotta take the mob, man. That's just how I'm built. I'm taking mob beats. I want the whole catalog. Mob deep. I'm taking the mob with me. I'm taking the mob with me. Well, this nigga ain't crossed the Mississippi for shit. Well, he might be the first person ain't crossed the Mississippi. I'm biased in the morning. Nah, man, I need I need vegetables, man. Respectively, I need vegetables, man. Respectively, I need vegetables, man. I wish I was a California nigga right there. Oh, you talking about California? Uh, oh, no, okay. I mean, that, that's why I said he ain't crossed the Mississippi yet, and he only got one left. <laughs> well, shit. What you thought Tech, I meant, Tech, 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 Tech Nine, uh. Nigga, that ain't crossing the Mississippi, nigga. Oh, well, yeah, technically. Yeah, technically it is, but, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm going to get the West Coast down. He got, he got 30 hours. It's the West Coast shit on there. Yeah. <laughs> Come on with it. You got one more. I got one more. My last pick is going to be, man, I'm taking MF Doom, dog. Dude, oh. he, he just died and shit, dog. That shit hurt me, man. I'm taking Let's the whole Doom catalog, man. Let's get a moment of silence for Doom, man. One time for the Doom. Hello? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, we got Wu Tang, Dipset, Tech Nine, Mob Deep, and MF Doom. That's where we going. If we were stranded on the It's gonna be a lot of head nod on my out on my island, boy. Oh hey, a lot of head nod, no dance moves, huh? <laughs> you hear me? Nah, we not gonna be dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be straight head dives on this motherfucking nigga Tim Boots, nigga motherfucking. Motherfucker's uh, gonna be, motherfucker's gonna be breaking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey man, um, this has been a hell of one, man. Do you got any motherfucking shout outs? Anybody you want to shout out? Anything you want to say before we get you up off this motherfucking line? Before I close this goddamn show out. I just want to say, make sure y'all check out my single with Starlito. It's called Mirrors, and I got another single that come out February 7th with Keep the Sneakers called Yada Dot. Make sure y'all check that out, too. Uh, it's your boy, Spain Riff, the original people's sample, St. Louis. My website is www.spaideripper.com. That's where you find everything. Spain Riff. I appreciate you, Mark. Okay. Hey, Spay, I'm going to let you go up out of here. I'm going to get with you. I'm going to let you know when this dope hit the streets. And I appreciate your goddamn time, my brother. Yes, sir. And I appreciate you too, bro. Okay. I appreciate talk- 100. All right. Peace. Peace. Yo, family, can we please make some motherfucking noise for my brother from another mother, the St. Louis champ, the goddamn. Spade, I'm making some noise with my nigga Spade River. That motherfucking goose kicking in, boy. Let's get that motherfucking track back up in here one more motherfucking time, y'all, before we get out of here. Mirrors. Spade River featuring Starlito. 
a chain of cool, my move down. Stay to stay, we got them things, spread the room around. Fly to Medellin and we move them out. Cut your open, remove them just like a tumor now. Forget my disrespect in my boss talk. Fuck about my way while I saw swap. The more I smoke, the more it's getting clearer. The devil's standing right there in the mirror. White girl snorting white girl off the mirror. Fuck your habit, keep up your appearance. The feds tried to snatch the gang up on racketeering. Smoke threw up the gang at his last hearing. They say that we a mob now. The feds snatch me up, I ain't let the squad down. We take the beauty with the bruises. What you know about winning with a team full of losers? Beefing, no picture choosers. Hitting everybody innocent, the old ladies and little kids. Better keep your streets clean. My niggas come through with them street sweepers. In the bank, the security give me dirty looks. They know I come to put money on Bobby murder books. Spade, ripple, kill verses, and yes, I murder hooks. I'm the type of artist that you ought to book. A couple diamonds in my chain to cool my mood down. State to state, we got them things, spread the room around. Fly to Medellin, and we move them out. Cut you open, remove them just like a tumor now. Forget my disrespect in my boss talk. Fuck up out my way while I saw swap. The more I smoke, the more it's getting clearer. The devil's standing right there in the mirror. Looking in the mirror and we both fear. Smoke till I'm incoherent and I don't hear the voices in my head. I swear my mind playing tricks on me. Grind so consistent, charging nine pins, six. So many Zans, we don't count them, we weighing up the pills. Cause it took its time, we praying for a pill. A lot of ice and it's real, still I can't chill. Last minute at this clown, I just said he drank a drink real. Yeah, for my disrespect, that's my stash talk. Half a ticket, that's legit, I don't brag off. Walk hard to counteract the gas cost. I can't decide crematory or glass cost. Extra life insurance policy with it out. Kill the shows, kill these features, I done buried thousands. I know these hoes so deceitful, I don't care about. Fuck these phones, know them people tracking whereabouts. Fuck. A couple diamonds in my chain to cool my mood down. State to state, we got them things. Check, check. Y'all getting some. Fly to Medellin, then we move them out. Cut your hook and remove them just like a tumor now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My goddamn nigga Spay Ripper in this bitch. Representing St. Louis, the Midwest. Y'all give him some more. Yeah, man. So, family, how is everybody feeling? I hope y'all enjoyed episode 23. Y'all got to make sure y'all subscribe to my channel on YouTube. Make sure y'all, let me see, I'll get my shit up here. There we go. Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and, oh, fuck, excuse me, Facebook. I am so fucking lost here. Oh, yeah, there we go. Make sure y'all subscribe. Go to YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I got right now as of, um, uh, uh, what the fuck? I mean, I know what today is, but well, when this episode comes out, it'll be somewhere in February. But today is goddamn me. What is today? Today is January 9th. And as of January 9th, I have 
12 followers, 12 subscribers on my YouTube channel. Now, that ain't shit. I can't eat off that. You know, if it was up to YouTube for me to eat off my motherfucking YouTube subscribers right now, I'd be done starved to death. But if y'all like the content that I'm put together, if y'all like what I'm doing, I do apologize for any technical difficulties, anything, any. Uh, now, a lot of them I shit, my misspelling, all that shit is on uh, purpose. So, but anything that, um, you know, that you might not like, you know, I don't give a fuck. You can let, but you can let me know some shit that y'all think I need to improve on. You know, make sure you subscribe, man. Help me fucking get better. I really want to put a lot of work into helping break new artists, creating a platform where people can come to and see me talk my cash money shit. And at the same time, you can also find out about a new fucking artist who you never heard about. So, you know, right now is the testimony. If you've never heard of Spade Ripper before in your life, you know, and you just now heard about him because of this podcast, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's what I do. I'm not a DJ. I'm just an old motherfucking washed up rapper who created a platform to help promote other artists the way I wish people would have promoted me. That is the honest to God fucking truth. So hit that subscribe button, family. Subscribe. <clears throat> I hope y'all enjoyed the fucking show. My nigga Spade Ripper is a real different rapper. You know, we done toured together. He got on a real live show. I need to look his music up on um, Instagram. I mean, excuse me, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, Amazon. He's been on tour with Tech Nine. You know, Stevie does a lot of tours with Stevie Stone. So y'all need to look him up. And as of today, family, um, somebody just sent. <clears throat> um, I've talked about the uh, insurrections on Capitol Hill, but, you know, as we um, carry on, you know, this shit is still bubbling. You know, one thing I want to say about this insurrection shit, this goddamn clear nigga mafia, this MAGA mob, you know, it's crazy how, you know, a lot of people are laughing at this shit. But if you think back to what happened on Black Wall Street, if you think back to happen and all the times where mobs of people got together and went in somebody else's house and drug them out. You know, right here in America on this soil, you can't be surprised at this shit. And if they, you know, in my personal opinion, you know, you know, I'm just I'm hating to see where this is going because there is some news that I got. <clears throat> give me a second. Now, give me a second here. Let's get into some. I thought I was going to close the fucking show out, but apparently I'm not. So let's get into some motherfucking hood nizzle right here on the Run Your Mouth podcast. Y'all game, son. Jumping out the window, knocking on my back door. I opened up the window. Chopper got a stick, bitch. I hop about this window. Cameras round my house, got it jumping out the window. Slept all day and I was up all night. Called up a 
little freak so she can suck my pipe. Got the hood jumping, now they wanna take my strikes. I'm on a whole nother wave, they wanna take my life. I'm a fucking big dog, I know these boys can't stand me. See Elite City life still rep with my family. Jumping out the window, sign say smile for the camera. Black bandana with biceps, arm and hammer. Smack shit like I'm your granny, nigga. Watch your grandma. Back and like a pack homes of Joe Montana. Niggas turn cold when you at the top like Canada. Stop comparing me to you. I'll fuck your plans up. Real niggas in the building, you can stop that capping. If it ain't the snake snaking, then these rats be rat. Don't be asking me what happened, cause I don't know. Me speak a Chinese or in the Espanol. It's a cold, cold world. I'm an Eskimo. Serving niggas out the window when they knock on the door. I'm locking the door. Lock on me. Chop on the it's your neighborhood nizzle, hit your top to a scope. You beat two in the morning, got it jumping out of the game, son. That shit hot to death right here on the Run Your Mouth podcast. That's that new hood nizzle out the window, you little bitch, you. So it's a story bubbling that comes out of California where. Donald Trump supporters were protesting in downtown L.A. And some black lady was walking by, minding her own fucking business, and they attacked her, bro. They started jumping her. Now, by the time this episode airs, y'all might have already y'all been already heard about the shit, but I don't really see nobody talking about it. And this is what I was afraid of, man, you know. And literally, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to just spill it. How I fucking feel it. You know what I mean? You just got to just, you know, so just bear with me. Now, this is deep. Like, anybody seen the movie Purge Election Day? There's a scene in this movie where these motherfucking scientists are hoping to get motherfuckers in the hood to purge but they not purging they party and they chilling so they like move to the next level and they send in these like clear nigga mercenaries and shit right and this shit just kind of starting to look i mean just you know these big grown ass men like pushing on this little old lady, bro. Like, you know, these Trump supporters, man, they like, and you know, if you send 300 black men down there, weighing in about 250 pounds a piece, about six foot each, they wouldn't even think, they wouldn't even attempt to get in these dudes' faces and scream. Uh, all lives matter, black lives don't matter. Like, is that what this shit is coming to? You know, I'm really hoping this shit is like some isolated shit, man. And this shit don't go to that level because like, damn, you know, by the time this podcast aired, we could really have some fucked up news, bro. And this shit really, it it shouldn't be nothing new. You shouldn't be surprised because they already burnt down the goddamn, you know, Capitol White House sometime in the 1800s. I, you know, I ain't got my Google Jewels on today, my research, but you know what I'm saying? So don't be surprised. The same people that storm Capitol Hill are probably 
the descendants of the same people who burnt the White House down. You know, when when clear niggas start fighting clear niggas, I think that shit is called Civil War. Ain't no motherfucker historian, but y'all can give me some. Come on, y'all give me some. (laughs) You know, um, you know, another thing I don't understand about this Capitol Hill thing is if we already seeing, you know, incidents of MAGA mob motherfuckers attacking innocent people. This is, this happened the same day. Now y'all look this up. It happened in downtown Los Angeles. I mean, by the time this episode comes out, Y'all probably already have heard about it. But if you haven't heard about it, look it up, man. We can't have this type of shit going down. But we also cannot be surprised with it. Because, I mean, I've always said and I predict that you really won't see a, 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 um, a uprising in America, like, you know, in the movies where, you know, America doesn't turn to a third world country. But if we do get to that stage, it's going to be them clear niggas kicking that shit off. Hey, y'all get him, son. I mean, because, you know, if you think about it, everybody who want to go back to Africa, you know, everybody who feel like, you know, all of us who feel like, you know, this country cheaters like shit and, you know, the government needs to be overthrown, you know, it may take for the government to be over, it, for the government to be overthrown, through, throw, thrown, it may take for people who look like the people who occupy the government it may take for their peers to overthrow it. What if all these clear niggas go and burn down DC and the whole country go in the shits, the lights go out and the whole, we go into some third world country shit, like apocalypse type style type shit, like every man for himself type shit, purge type shit. It's going to all be cause Karen and Paul, and Ryan and Bill got mad because they feel like they boy got cheated out of the goddamn presidential election. Y'all get them niggas some. Yeah, so I didn't know I was going to go on this long about that, but how do y'all feel about that family? You know, this Capitol Hill shit is crazy. You know, it's crazy to see how people react, you know, because, you know, it's people out here who've been, you know, talking about stuff like this for years. But y'all call them crazy. Y'all call them conspiracy theorists. If they white, y'all call them conspiracy theorists. If they black, y'all call them black supremacist, extremist type shit. So, excuse me. Um, can we get into another motherfucking song? 
Let's get into some goddamn fatty the driver right here on the Run Your Mouth podcast. It's called For the Calls. Y'all game song. Biggie Smalls, five figure nigga, and I'm trying to touch six. Don't hit my DM unless you're trying to suck dick. All my shooters felons and they up in them sticks. Finger fuck you with the Drake, make a nigga not quit. No misdemeanors, A and B felonies. 2012 busting bells, nigga. I was melon weed. Graduated from the crack to the methamphetamines. Rubber band of 26 just to make that Chevy lean. Ah. Boy, you know that Chevy go. Rims on merry go. Yeah, you know that Chevy dope in that bitch was wetter than New Orleans when that levy broke. Ooh. Cash up your bitch. Said stop what you doing. Drop that ass on this dick. She drop a pick of you and her. I laugh at the pick. Stop playing with me, nigga. I drop this bag on your shit. Ride for the cause. Die for my dogs. Fat minutes to society in the eye of the law. Spent the first base trying to slide in the draws. Coogee head to toe like I'm Biggie Smalls. I'm a street nigga and I'm about to fast cash. I be at your dope bare face with my cash at. 87 money car. Y'all game nigga some. Fast back. See these niggas money funny while the pussies laugh at. Hey, any artists out there who feel like you got some hot shit, right? You got them hot bars, yo. You got that sizzling hot shit, son. Send that shit in, yo. Send that shit to the run your mouth KC at gmail.com. And I'm going to listen to that shit. I'm going to download. No, I ain't going to download it. I ain't going to download it to my phone for you. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. First, I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to listen to it from beginning to end. I'm going to try to give you the benefit of the motherfucking doubt. And if I don't like it, I ain't going to play it. I ain't going to respond. I ain't going to say nothing. If I don't send you the praying hand emoji commies back in the email when you send me your song, that mean I did not like it. That mean I did not like it. I'm going to keep it real. It is 2021. If you do not like these artists, music DJs, you need to tell them that shit. That's why the whole music game is fucked up because these DJs is too pussy. They too scared to look a rapper dead in his fucking face and tell him, Man, I'm just not feeling this today, bro. I'm sorry, man. It's no disrespect. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, back to the Run Your Mouth podcast. I am your host, Matt Marlin, a.k.a. Mr. Run Your Motherfucking Mouth. Uh, I guess I'm running out of shit to talk about. Um, I got a lot of shit I want to talk about, but I don't know if I want to keep babbling, 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 babbling. And babbling on, but I, somebody did send me something else that I wanted to say something about. Hold on, family. Nah, never mind. I'll fuck that shit. Okay. We're going to sign the fuck off. 
Y'all make sure y'all look my man Spade Ripper up on Instagram. Go download my man's music. Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, baby. We're about ready to log the fuck off like we always do about this time. We holler at y'all a little later. It's the Run Your Mouth Podcast. Shout out to the Kansas City Podcast Network. It's a goddamn takeover. We'll see y'all next time. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus, the bulbous walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. 911, what's your emergency? Señora, ¿me está diciendo que un tren le pegó a una camioneta? Sí, yo pensé que se había cruzado, el hijo iba rápido, creo, y después... ¡Ay, Dios mío, qué horror! No puedes saber a qué velocidad viene un tren. Por eso están los señalamientos de advertencia. Obedécelos. Alto, el tren no para. Mensaje de Nietzsche.